and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. Today we focus on Psalm 7. Here is Pastor Bill Brunel. Hello friends, this is Pastor Bill Brunel coming to you for, for the series of Devotions over the Psalms, starting with, uh, today with Psalm 7. So I'll go ahead with the reading of the psalm. Uh, and then a commentary, and then after that, we'll have a closing prayer. This is called, according to its title, a Shigayon of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjaminite. Here's how the psalm goes. Lord my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me, or they will tear me apart like a lion and rip me to pieces with no one to rescue me. Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is guilt on my hands, if I have repaid my ally with evil or without cause have robbed my my foe, then let my enemy pursue me and take me over. Let him trample my life to the ground and make me sleep in the dust. Arise, Lord, in your anger. Rise up against the rage of my enemies. Awake, my God, decree justice. Let the assembled peoples gather around you while you sit enthroned over them on high. Let the Lord judge the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous secure. You, the righteous God, who probes minds and hearts. My shield is God most high, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge, a God who displays his wrath every day. If he does not relent, he will sharpen his sword and will bend and string his bow. He has prepared his deadly weapons. He makes ready his flaming arrows. Whoever is pregnant with evil, conceives trouble and gives birth to disillusionment. Whoever digs a hole and scoops it out, falls into the pit they have made. The trouble they have caused recoils on them. Their violence comes down on their own heads. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing the praises of the name of the Most High. This is the word of the Lord. The psalmist here very briefly prays that the malice of his enemies and and he protests about his own innocence and prays to God that God will vindicate him. And he asks for the edification of his people and that the wickedness of his enemies would be brought out into the light. The psalm is entitled Ishigion of David. I mentioned that earlier, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush the Benjaminite. The word Shigion really means to wander. So this is um, among the wanderings of David. He wrote this psalm uh, and he uh, is basically at this point hiding from the fury of his enemy, his former friend, King Saul. As to the Cush, as Cush the Benjaminite, a person of of unknown Jewish history, the name probably is a name uh, disguising that of Saul, of Saul himself, uh, who was of the tribe of Benjamin. So the, the subject of the psalm is, is better 
uh, answered with Saul, uh, Saul's unjust persecution of David, David who is innocent and uh, who uh, eventually, of course, becomes king. So he starts off by saying, oh, Lord, my God, a very expressive, strong confidence in the Lord uh, who is his shield. He says, I shield me from my persecutors and confound their plans. Uh, he asks the Lord to deliver him from the counsels of those who have been uh, planning uh, the snares of death against him. Uh, or at Psalm uh, 7, verse 2, he talks about, or, or a lion will tear me apart. And, and these words seem to fit Saul. Uh, as the lion is the king of the forest, so Saul is the king over the land. And as the king who, who is fierce, uh, seizes it once and tears his prey apart. So David expresses his, his fear that uh, he's expected to be seized by Saul and eventually destroyed. So David is, was accused by Saul of trying to take every opportunity to take the kingdom away from Saul. And, and Saul was, of course, originally his patron, his, uh, his friend, his mentor. Uh, but in his prayer, David refers to the charges against him himself and, and clears himself uh, of a strong appeal to his judge. He says, let the enemy of my soul, uh, let, my, let the enemy persecute my soul. If there has been any guilty part on, on uh, anything guilty on my part, then let the charges be against me and let the worst of evil fall upon me. But he says, of course, arise, Lord, in your anger. Uh, I commit my cause to you and because you sit on the throne and you are the judge. You are there on my behalf. And for the sake of your people, he says, return on high, ascend to your judgment seat. Let them see that I am innocent and let them see who is guilty. He wasn't afraid to make this appeal to God. God is his righteous judge. He will judge his people and he will execute his justice and maintain his truth at all times. And they will not be left like uh, like sheep without a shepherd. And of course, David was a shepherd and David did become the shepherd of the people of Israel. He was the precursor of Christ himself, the, the uh, ancestor of Jesus himself. And so he talks about the wickedness of Saul and the wickedness of his conduct and asks that God would show the people, his people, his own righteousness. God is his defense, as God is our defense in all times. And he will judge according to his righteousness. And, and he says, I have no apprehensions because I know that God will save the upright in heart. A little uh, confusing is uh, verse 11 because of different translations saying different things. He says, God is angry with the wicked every day. And the Hebrew catches the idea that God is the righteous judge. And in his strength, his anger is against the wicked every day. But in another translation, it says God is the judge of the righteous, and he is not angry every day. So we have a little bit of a, of a difference of opinion there as far as some of the translations are concerned. There's another one even says 
God is, is a just judge and strong and long-suffering, meaning patient, and he will not bring forth tribulation daily. So again, you have a difference of opinion there as to what is, uh, what is supposed to be translated out of the Hebrew. Then again, we, uh, we go on to uh, verse 13. He said, he has also prepared for him the instrument of death. Uh, this appears to be all a prophecy, all referring to the tragic death of Saul himself, who was wounded by the arrows of the Philistines in a battle and fell on his own sword, which of course terminated his woeful days. And uh, it was a, a tragic part of the history of Israel. Goes on to say in verse 14, he travails with iniquity. Now, all these uh, terms show the evil, the wrath and the malevolence of Saul, who carried out his opposition against David, even to the day of his death. Then verse 15, it says, he made a pit. And what this uh, tends to do here is, is Saul was determined to destroy David. He, he had laid plans carefully. He had executed them with, with zeal and, and with diligence, and he had uh, dug a grave for David, so to speak. But Saul fell into it himself. So the metaphor here is that you dig a pit in the ground, uh, cover it slightly over with reeds and with sticks, and with leaves or whatever, and it, so it's a hidden trap, uh, and that you know, animals would step into it, and then of course they would would fall and be and be trapped. This is the metaphor that goes against Saul, and so he goes on to say, "Shall it shall come down upon his head, meaning the head of Saul, upon his scalp, literally upon his scalp, the top of his head, which may refer to." Uh, knocking a criminal on the head and thus taking away their lives. Then he goes on to say in the very last verse, and the very last verse is, is a very powerful one, where literally he says, I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing the praises of the name of the Lord Most High. And so the name of the Lord, uh, which in Hebrew is Hashem, the name is very precious and uh, is, is not even spoken. That is the word uh, which is Lord, or uh, what we would say uh, is Yahweh, or Adonai. He said, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. I will celebrate both his justice and his mercy. So we have their law and gospel. I will sing praise to the name of the Most High. And here you have uh, David being happy to sing uh, to celebrate the name of God, who knows, uh, who is uh, a strong tower for his people, who uh, is there to take care of, of his people Israel and to take care of us. So let's pray. Our righteous and gracious Father, we come to you praising you for your mercy but also praising you, Lord, because you are a just God. You punish sin where it exists, and you are just, meaning that you must punish sin, but you have done it in our Lord Jesus Christ, who took upon himself all of our sin 
and all of our disgrace and took it to the cross with himself and suffered your wrath, your justice against us. And you raised him up on the third day and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee in heaven and on earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Lord, we confess his name. We confess that we believe in him and we trust in you and we trust in your greatness. So Lord, bless us this day as we go about our daily tasks that we might glorify you in all that we do. In Jesus' precious name, we ask these things. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. The Lord bless you. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.